Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Oh, uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. What will be the next rap prefix? Oh, like the next big or little or young. Right. Like the dude from the dude from Deantward, he changed his name to Mount Ninji. So it's like Mountain like Mount Ninji. That's Whoa. his name. Oh, there's like Mount Kimby as well. Like that's a good prefix. Mountain is pretty dope. Mountain is a great prefix. Mount I Smidgen. About, I think about all was <laughs> me, Mount Smidgen. <laughs> that's like that's ill to me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well with uh that prefix talk and that beautiful Dunkin' Donuts ice oh, yeah. coffee ice. <laughs> We are started this motherfucking episode. Let's go. Very excited to have this uh, friend to the brand, amazing artist out here in the New England scene, and they're celebrating a recent album drop. Giraffe track out now, Ruby Yacht Shines Forever. We got Pink Nabel on the futon. Yo, what's up? I'm on the futon at Benny's crib. That was beautiful. If I ever have, you know, one of those, like, Sway in the Morning compilations of people saying hello... That's going to be one of them like, what up? We're live in the futon at Benny's crib. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. Yeah, we got to cut that together. A thousand percent. Uh, Pink Navel has been on the podcast before. This is their second time as an interviewee. First time as a solo interviewee. Mm-hmm. The Ruby Yacht members, mm-hmm. Sal and SB The Moore, were here earlier in the year to celebrate 37 Gems coming out and just you know shine a light on some awesome awesome unique artists that we're doing and have done and are still doing amazing stuff out yeah. here in the scene but this time around i wanted to celebrate an amazing new album that i've been vibing off of that i see people on the twitter timelines and the instagram zones and all the social media circles vibing with and that's giraffe track um yeah we're here to celebrate giraffe track pink navel you excited yo thank you yeah i'm super excited i'm glad that this album is out mm. uh mm. I'm glad it's, you know, like for me, it's always been posting. It's been the final piece of doing the art, which I know a lot of people don't agree with or mm. like resonate with, I mm. guess I should say. But yeah, for me, it's always been like once it's in the state of stream, then it thus, then the circle is complete. Oh, I love it. I love it. Once it's out <laughs> in the public, in the, in the domain. Right, right. Exactly. And speaking of public domain, I found out the other day that NASA. Um, Oh, not NASA. Oh, the NASA thing too, which was weird. I saw you on Twitter talking about that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that NASA's public. I, I went to well, I went to an H and M maybe like three or four days ago, and I saw some NASA merch. and I didn't really think anything of it. And then yesterday or two days ago, I went to Old Navy and saw more NASA merch, huh. and I was like, "What is up with this?" So I tweeted it out and found out that NASA's logo is public domain as long as you don't call it a collab with nasa interesting right so i was like damn that's crazy because there's these really ugly designs that only (laughs) nasa's logo they should uh they should tie they should tie that down a bit more. yeah they gotta filter it out um oh but no public domain i was gonna uh, mention that i found out that um the library of congress released like eleven thousand photos of various roadside attractions that are now in the public domain I'm thinking album art right when I hear that. Yeah, I looked through it. There's really interesting stuff. I kind of want to see if I can't freak it or... That'd be sweet. It's cool. Freaking public domain 
roadside attraction photos yeah it's a beautiful it's a beautiful trade yeah. yeah i just had to just had to send that out there <laughs> well, i'm having a great time already we haven't even reached the first question that good, i good. usually ask everybody but again since it's more of a victory lap here it's a second course uh we're having more fun with it today Damn. less structure but uh i want to do ask the question that yeah. i ask them all pig navel what is your first memory of hip-hop oh that's a tough yeah. that's a tough one my first memories of hip-hop were like um wow um this doing the soldier boy dance with my sister crank that yeah Whoa. doing that um oh six i think oh, watching so. watching like mtv those weird shows they do a lot of pimp my ride that's how i heard of exhibit and then and then i would like google exhibit just yeah. like just google his name and be like what is because i just thought he would he was the pimp my ride yeah guy. like mtv as a host. kid i was like that's just the guy on pimp my ride so i google <laughs> his name and find music through there like um uh yeah my dad telling me about dmx mm. yeah mm. Just a, just about the existence of the rapper DMX. Yeah, <laughs> almost more like in the culture then, just of, I guess life, not as much as the music maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then I, I guess, um, yeah, yeah, listening to. Uh, rap music mm. at all times of my life. <laughs> love it, love yeah. it. Well, let's talk about some of that. Um, just in brief detail. I usually say detail when I'm actually speaking, by the way. I like saying detail in question form, though. It feels more important. Is that detail. just me? In great, or no, in brief detail, mm-hmm. uh, just where did you grow up? You're a local New England beach town kid yourself, right? Like me. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on the south shore of Mass in Plymouth County. Um, it's like right in between the Cape and Boston mm. on the shore there. Mm. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. It's not, you know, not so much going on. A good, a good mix of people. I, I would think, um, mm. separated from a lot, but yeah, you yeah. know, you, it's easy to get places. Well, what were some of your, uh, not to interrupt, but what were oh. some of your hobbies at this time as a youth? You know, was there anything that you, I guess, you know, youth is a big many year encapsulating time in our life, but was there, you know, certain activities and hobbies you had growing up? Were you a big internet kid? I think you've mentioned that a couple of times. Yeah. Really big internet kid. I was like really into youtube at a very early age and stopped watching tv i think i stopped watching tv when i was like 12 or 13 that's an interesting phenomenon to well i watched tv but i stopped like watching shows yeah it wasn't your primary no. video source anymore. yeah i mean i would see it on in my living room but really i was watching at that at that time like rant videos various old school youtubers yeah. um the Shout vlog brothers okay, okay. I, I used to watch the vlog brothers videos i used to watch um I Justine, like way back in yeah, I remember the day that name, when there yeah. was like, when she was like the only person that you could find tech videos for. Yeah. Her. Um, I don't know. Uh, Who's that dude? Dax that... Flame. I'm not right. I don't know. That oh, name. I used to watch Hella Dax Flame. Hell yeah. Uh, Zay Frank. Zay Frank is my favorite YouTuber Zay of all time. Zay Frank yeah. dropping dimes on me. I don't know any of these names. Yeah. I used there to watch a lot of YouTube. Dude, uh, he was kind of like a YouTube normie. Like he was just always in the front page. Oh, what the fuck was this? Philip DeFranco, maybe? Was oh, that SXC Phil. Yeah. That, I, I that was that. his old username, Sexy yeah. Phil. I remember that, like, era of YouTubers, like... Yo, he's been doing it. He still does it. That guy's still It's the YouTube? same kinds of videos. It's still... I guess, you know, there's an audience for it. It's like a TV right. channel. He's like, a, he's like his own little daily show. That's so wild to think right. about. We're kind of that generation, if I can say that, was like the bridge between living room, almost 
house base perhaps viewing on a screen to like personal one-on-one like user mm-hmm. looking at it because mm-hmm. like you said we our generation of people kind of ditched the tvs for the computers right and then you have youngins now ditching computers for phones almost it's like right it's, it's wild to see the evolution especially yeah like and like yeah the 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 type of youtube content back then which is so interesting was like all the youtubers in like the earlier age were trying to transition to television or most of them were mm. they were trying to like use youtube as a springboard to then go into like real media yeah get a show deal or yeah something. or some other type of thing or like the vlog brothers the dude wrote books like yeah. really it was the books that was his thing yeah not the youtube channel whereas nowadays it's like the whole thing is the youtube channel that's it you know yeah so it's just the the way that it's been repositioned. YouTube TV is the wild. value has been yeah. You can watch live TV and sports on YouTube now if you pay forty dollars or something, right? I th- yeah, yeah. You can, I mean, I, I I use it, but I don't think I, I think it's an old homies account or something. But right, um, I think I got it to watch a Steven Universe show, and then I canceled the trial. That's smart, yeah. Yeah, it's just wild though. Um, like you said, you can watch live sports and live entertainment. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I had someone send me like. Uh, a clip of a mixed martial arts fight that they were watching like live on YouTube and I didn't even bat an eye earlier. But if you told me, you know, because I remember when YouTube came out and like, when I was maybe in eighth grade, right. sec, sixth, seventh grade, like right. Salad Finger days. Oh, wow. You know, Salad Fingers concluded? No. You can, it concluded in like 2016 or 17. How you many can, episodes? Were there there's like a number of them and it's like a whole little story. It's fucking... I remember, what was that creepy little puppet's name? Marjorie Stewart Baxter and shit. I don't know how I remember wow. that shit. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Hubert, yes. Hubert, Hubert Cumberdale. Yeah, oh, wow. Yo, man. And he's like, Hubert Cumberdale. You taste of soot and poo. Yeah. No, I remember that you, you shit. You know, but yeah, you can go back and watch the whole story now. You should definitely check That's it out. That's wild. But yeah, if you told me, my point was, if you told me back when I was that age watching silly YouTube videos, even like, I remember there was like a albinoblacksheep.com and like ebombsworld.com ebombsworld yeah what? i know i don't know albino black sheep but um it sounds familiar yeah just very kind of similar goofy humor right. videos right sometimes animation sometimes like um there was like this llama song and i remember that was like pictures of llamas i'm mm. going back to like and there's like dance i'm a kitty cat i'm a cat dance dude oh i I'm a kitty cat. Yeah. And I dance, dance, yes. dance, and I prince, prince, prince. Yeah. I'm a cat. Yes. That, I know that song. <laughs> I can't, yeah, we, we touch in, no, no, it's beautiful. Because I bet a lot of people at home are like, I know exactly what these two people are talking about. Right. I'm glad they're talking about Because <clears throat> it was such a weird time to be on the internet. I mean, I don't know if, if I'm 26 now and I was more like 12 back then, but the fact that that silly, almost a web 2.0 person to person internet Fast forward 12, 15 years, now it's corporations are literally streaming their premium content through YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm-hmm. technology moves fucking fast, and mm-hmm. I find it quite amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's it, October now? In December of this year, they are uh, all browsers are going to stop supporting Flash. Wait, Adobe Flash Player? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. So Newgrounds had to develop a what they call the Newgrounds player so that the website still works because it's all Flash games, all Flash animation. Yeah. So it's like, they're just like, but I guess it's been inevitable. So I feel like they've been planning for it. Yeah. That's um, wild. I mean, I I remember Flash videos, the whole, that was exactly what mm -hmm. we're talking about. That whole generation Mm -hmm. of internet stuff is Flash based. Mm -hmm. I just thought of Flash Lounge instead of Flask Lounge. I don't know what my brain is. (laughs) Flash Gordon. Ooh, Flask Gordon. 
um, it's a superhero with a drinking problem. The flask. Problem. The f- <laughs> that, that would be sad. It's like he's like overweight and he's always bloated because he's yeah. drinking too much. Yeah, but he thinks he's going really fast. Yeah, he's like, no, you're just drunk. Everyone else is whipping by. He's moving by. at a normal pace and he's like, I'm, I'm the fastest man alive. Delusion is a superpower for the flask. Damn, I'm loving this conversation. We're getting on a lot of different mm-hmm. beautiful tangents. Um, because I wanted to really kind of pinpoint when maybe you got into music as a creator. Um, I know there's some amazing uh, Mexican food-themed fast food restaurant aesthetics that we could get into with the uh, the Baja Blasters. Oh, yeah, the Baja Blasters. But even... Was there anything before that? Yeah, even before that, like, I started making music when I was like 15... 16? How, how young are you now? I'm 24. 24, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but first it was like, I was really into spoken word poetry. Stemming to YouTube, I used to watch button poetry on YouTube yep. a lot. I used to watch Def Jam poetry. Great stuff. I used to be really into uh, Sahan, this mm. dude who used to do like a bunch of a bunch of Def Jam poet slam videos. And Bosia. Bosia is also ill as fuck. Hell yeah. Um, And yeah, I used to watch those and I was really into like, spoken word kind of like indie style stuff and i would write that mm. and um then i got into like emo music and like that style of stuff and i started an em- i started an emo band with friends from high school yeah called what, handwriting what bands were you into at the time oh what bands were I, was i into at the time say anything emo bands no. um yeah i was really into uh Wait, say anything they did um like Shiksa and um yeah yeah they have a bunch of records tonight or like alive with the glory of love alive with the glory of yeah, love yeah. i I, di- I discovered them from scrubs and i was super young because because uh, they put alive with the glory of love in scrubs scrubs had pretty good music back in the day and yeah for, even for, the theme song's pretty good for, for mainstream like that kind of like tv culture i remember i was impressed because i used to watch a little bit of scrubs too mm-hmm Wait, yeah, I'm no Superman. That's a great. Uh, that's a good song. That's a great, like, like well-written song. song. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but, back back to the band. Yeah. Uh, say anything. Uh, this band, Two Nights, uh, that uh, I'm I'm blessed to be friends with now. Shout, shout out Two Nights. Shout but I was really into them in high school. Um, like twinkly emo bands. Got you. Got you. I guess you. I guess that's the word. <laughs> uh, Works. This band, You Blew It. I was really into that band. Uh, and, um. The name is escaping me now, but whatever. I'll think whatever, yeah. Later. It's not important. Stuff like that. But then handwriting was the yeah, band? Yeah, handwriting was the band that I was in that did stuff like that. Heck yeah. yeah. That was your first taste at music creation, you said. Yeah, right? like the first like real, real serious one. Yeah. You know, like we did a we did a band before that called Let's Go Blue, and it was more like pop punk, but we nice. were like pretty young at that point. So like handwriting, we were actually like, you know, attempting something. Oh, yeah. I love it. Were y'all, um, or were you specifically... Um, playing drums this whole time <clears throat> no then i was the front person really That's yeah cool. i didn't at first i didn't play instruments and i would like yell and jump around we sounded like uh we sounded like a bunch of bands but our first thing sounded a lot like this band called william bonnie okay that, that we were all really into yeah um um and then we and then i learned how to play bass kind of and i would play bass on our on like later records and guitar a little bit on our last record nice so hell yeah yeah but then, mostly just vocals and writing lyrics. And that was in handwriting, and then you were drums in the Baja Yeah, and then, and, and then I was drums in the Baja Blasters, like, years later, uh, in the midst of Pink Navel stuff. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Because, was the first Pink Navel tape in 2016? Am I tripping? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. But I was doing stuff before that, too, as a different name. 
Ooh, do you, yeah. want, do you want to talk on any of that? Yeah, I used to rap as this dude running laps. Running laps. And there was like lore to it and like it was all it was a fictional story. Like Whoa, uh, that sounds mad creative. Yeah, like running laps was this alien that like had somehow perceived the world as like rapping is the most important skill on on earth. So he like possesses Whoa. a human body to like use as a conduit to become like the greatest rapper. And like I am the conduit. And like there I like used a different voice and I would like rap in character. And um Yeah. That's yeah. wicked. Cool. And then and then like the story progressed to the point where I gave the other the 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 real version of me a name too, which was Pink Navel. So it was like Navel and Laps were like the two Oh wait, is was Pink so Pink Navel is the human alien or the human the that's human the alien? that's like got that got the alien brain possessed suck. Like, it was, like, an alien Whoa. sucking thing. That's where Pink Navel Brains. comes from. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was just picturing almost in the style of the Leaving Hell music video, which is so amazing. Um, like, a hip-hop anime mm-hmm. of running laps. <laughs> Crazy. And, you know, obviously, like, whether it's DBZ or mm-hmm. any other, you know, combat. I guess <laughs> combat's probably a big theme of anime in a lot of shows, but not every single show. Mm-hmm. Um you wouldn't have like physical battles. It'd be rap battles, like people spitting verse. That would be very cool. You think about Nujibis making the soundtrack for right. Samurai Shampoo? I think. Yeah. I'm getting some good ideas. No one take these ideas. Interesting. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Dude, uh, I, I just love hearing about creativity because in those midst of those nights or days or afternoons, whenever you're just running laps, you're one day like, yeah, maybe I'm going to name this character Pink Navel. And then, you know, here you are on NPR. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? Just a little bit. Five years later. Just a little Just bit. a little blurb. Yeah. Just a little blurb. Law Motherfuckers put out dull music without getting blurbs. And not that recognition hey, ever equates you. to quality. I just like giving people their flowers right. while they can smell right. them. That's the whole hey, point. Of thank it. you, G. Yeah, of course. That's tremendous, though. Um, well, let's... I just want to, I guess, kind of uh, fold the page here on uh, Baja Blasters. I just love... The name Baja Blasters. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Fen, Sherry, Scott. Shout out to Julian. Burrito Emo. Yeah, Burrito Emo. Yeah, Julian played drums for them after I uh, moved and didn't play drums for them anymore. But, um, yeah, they were just awesome people, really awesome band. Fen writes all those songs. Mm. Fen is a really awesome guitarist. You did, you did shows in, in the Boston area. And yeah, New we New did Hampshire, shows in right? Boston and New Hampshire and a few different little things. And I think they went on to play like a lot more shows than i did with them which is so sick and then i actually played a show with them later on in time at oh, the democracy shit. center which is really cool that is wicked cool yeah hell yeah pink naval one came out in february 2016 was that your first pink naval project yes yes and it was only beats or am i tripping yeah only beats like lo-fi beats Lo-fi chip tune beats to relax and uh, play Sega too. Ooh, now I'm texturing like one of those YouTube gifs of, uh, or almost like, a, I like cinemagraph. Have you ever heard of that term? <laughs> yes, yeah, I have. I like that term more. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, like a cinemagraph of, <laughs> I don't know, my brand. <laughs> Swag. I'm just all over the place with a vocabulary. Uh, I love the cinemagraph. Cinemagraph. <clears throat> I love the cinemagraph. I always thought about, um, I'm just giving away too many good ideas. I thought about uh, a TV show that almost had like cinemagraphs during commercial breaks of what's going on in the show. Like, let's say motherfuckers are out like hiking or something, 
you'd have like two commercials and then like a 10 second cinematograph with some like calm music of like the lake moving and one of the characters like sitting against a tree looking at it and then it's like two more regular commercials because i feel like we get too many commercials these days mm-hmm. and i want to make i want to remember like the narrative of what i'm watching without like capitalism mm-hmm. force feeding products down my throat mm-hmm. not that i don't understand the advertising world and blah 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 blah, blah. Like, I, I just think commercials be fucking extra sometimes i usually put the tv on mute so i want to do cinemagraphs of like tv i don't know why it's coming to my head think Mm-hmm. a little bit of she gets me inspired interesting you know? yeah i don't know i kind of agree about ads and i think what's so uh frustrating about ads is that they could be ill yeah because there are so many exactly. ads that are ill yeah that's so it's like oh okay so you could you every ad could be the fucking crazy apple ad where the where the dude throws the thing at the tv yeah every ad could be like that but it's uh i just something about I don't know when, when an advertise. I don't know why I'm attaching human traits to an ad, to an ad, but when I almost is like questioning my intelligence, I'm like, I'm not that stupid. Like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna get this product. Why? But I guess half time products and advertisement that just is out there to stick in your brain. That way you remember the brands. So even if you right. don't like the commercial, you get an emotional reaction out of it. Mm-hmm. That's a win from advertising. Yeah. But fuck this shit. Cinemagraphs are cool. Is the moral of the story? Yeah, cinemagraphs are cool. Fuck <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> Tremendous. You stayed dropping throughout 2016. Pink Nable 2 also came out that year, correct? Yes. Was that your first official rap tape under Pink Nable? Under Pink Nable, yeah. First official rap tape. Very long. It was a lot of track. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I feel like your projects have got tighter as you've gotten more yeah. deeper in your discography. Yeah, that one I like was I like for some reason wanted to make like a 20 song album. Every everyone should get the job a long album every yeah. now. I mean, in some some long. I mean, I think about uh, rapper Rare's Purple Moonlight Pages. That's a pretty lengthy right. album, but that's oh, there's not a Hitters second, not a letter time. wasted on that. You Absolutely. Know? Um, tremendous, tremendous. Absolutely. I think. I could be tripping. I could be tripping. Mm. But from Pink Navel 2, then you went to Raw Navel. Yeah. Yeah. That felt like a supernova of Pink Navel. You exploded out here on that one, in my opinion. Thank you. I don't know what it was. Um, is, is the song where you're like, I can't even talk these days without getting into fights with my thoughts these, these days. days? Is that on that project? Yep. Yeah. Something about that project to me, even... Maybe the album art too. I don't know what it is. There's just something about the overall energy of that. And I'm like, this is like the a beautiful, different something. Oh, I appreciate. Not that. that I didn't. You know, I can. I think everyone's unique, and I think everyone has their own unique parts. But mm-hmm. you honed in on like the branding of yourself, I think, and just mm. the genuine, amazing parts to make you a fun musician and just talented artist as a whole. Um, and that's why. And the title's very, I think, derivative of the feel. Like, thank you yeah. yeah yeah i feel like you know even with pink navel too i feel like um i was still kind of shaking the idea of like playing a character you know and i think i was very tired of it like i wanted that expression to be more personal the music mm. so i think that's what like pushed me to make something like raw navel and just like growing up and um yeah just like a discovering learning about yourself like you know growing into who you are Mm. yeah which is basically like the idea of the record is like it's like you know not being afraid to um uh, like shed your skin Mm. vulnerability maybe yeah like you know uh people change and like things progress yeah we grow and not being like afraid of it yeah yeah not being afraid of the growth specifically and just uh 
um, being open to like what is true about yourself mm. yeah i like that R- yeah. raw, the, raw the raw self yeah precisely tremendous i love raw navel oh, go support you. that after raw navel you stayed active uh on both sides you know the mic and then on the production side you had the best morning weekend edition project oh yeah i <laughs> i just found a bunch of i never like i like i think i dubbed one side and then didn't dub the other i have a bunch of best morning tapes that just aren't finished from dubbing that's kind of like lost files almost yeah kind of dot dev the dot dev files mm-hmm. tremendous shout out that project as well and then oh, thank you that led into what made you want to drop a, a live rendition of raw navel because you drop a project that as well too right? yeah i was eager to um that's when i that's just when i moved to maine mm. in 2018 mm. and i was really eager to like to like lay down some raps in this new space yeah so i was like let me and i felt like my performance had changed <clears throat> so much in what from, ways from when Ron Avil came out. I feel like even in Ron Avil, I'm like putting on this little voice, mm. you know? And like, I f- just like literally octavely, like I'm literally like down an octave. And I mm. feel like I was really just like doing that mm. without, um, consciously, yeah, consciously, yeah, just yeah. unconsciously like subconsciously, doing that. Yeah. Subconsciously doing that. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, I wanted to like read, I, I still love those songs. So I wanted to like redo it. And also I wanted to really start like christening this new space by like laying down some rap. was that the think tank at this time i was up in my room at the apartment so yeah. like upstairs but, but still yeah, i mean I, I consider that whole building a thing right tank. right precisely <laughs> precisely tremendous that's awesome you're like yeah here, here i am in this beautiful little havens but it's you know still a home mm-hmm. and were you living by yourself <laughs> at that point or was anybody living there with you oh no i was with um al and one other hell yeah yeah was that that mystery roommate that there was a who did I talk to? I talked to um offsite like last year, and he said there was like a hectic roommate that lived with you. Oh no, no, he was gone when I was there. Good, I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you didn't have to deal with that. Yeah, I there was like I talks of like cocaine dude. roommate, and I'm like that doesn't sound like a fun time. Yeah, I never met that for, dude, uh, so it's, <laughs> it's all good. Oh, wired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I don't want that. Because I like to come home and chill, and if I like come home and. You know, I get it. people got their spaces and stuff, but if I'm just hearing like lines getting real, I'm like, oh god, yikes! Energy behind that door is probably not going to be for me. Super yikes! Absolutely, <laughs> uh, tremendous, tremendous. Uh, let's get back into these motherfucking raps and oh, albums. Sure. The first I called uh, there's a phrase I have called live fan, meaning mm. you can find someone's music, become a fan of their discography, but then there's like that first album where you were waiting for the rollout of it and you got to see a drop live in a oh way. like an active fan an like. active fan yeah, yeah yeah exactly that the first project for me is like an active or live fan was with born on the stairs hell yeah because i think you previewed did you preview some of that music before at the um soul folks invitation oh yeah yeah absolutely because you had a pretty busy 2018 you dropped raw you moved to maine drop raw navel mm-hmm. i think show the fuck out and show people that you're someone to be reckoned with out here <laughs> at, at the um soul folks opening day on 404 2018 mm-hmm. and then you dropped born on the stairs that year too correct yeah yep. born on the stairs i i mean i have so much on my mind at any given time i gotta just read what i wrote down about that what did i say thank you um, G. i love born on yeah, the stairs it just, i love that album like i said it was the first one that um i was an active fan for that i got to see drop and hear songs live first and then hear them on the album like oh that's so dope mm-hmm. and hearing 
a huge difference between your studio versus live stuff in a way too right um right but that album born on the stairs amazed me the honesty the quality of production like the the pain i kind of felt on some songs mm. but the, the passion mm. it was just so so good to me just much love to that album i had just moved into this spot oh wow pretty much when that dropped mm. and i remember like I don't know. I had a special relationship with that in a way. That is so I remember sweet. one night I was probably bumping it and I put on my yellow 404 shirt and I was walking to get pizza with one of my like brothers or something. And, right. And I crossed the street and someone was like, hey, gray shirt. And I looked and there you were, I think, in a, in a whip. And you're like, like uh, nice shirt. And I was like, oh, shit, that's fake navel. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And now even oh, having this whoa. moment, it's like surreal because, you know. I forget where, you know, everyone's a person behind the artist. So we're just kicking mm -hmm. it. Two people having yeah, fun, we right? Are. But in that moment i was like whoa like i was just thinking about like those fucking somber notes that uh i think kenny siegel does is it like brittle fingers is that yes like? yeah. i was blessed you know it's crazy um absolutely blessed with that that band. so, so I, that was in my head and i just look around and I, at the time when i see you i'm like i'm yeah. in the right place yo i'm walking to get pizza pink wow. navel album dropped this album's amazing and i felt like I guess that's why people get so like oh, I listen to this artist before like anyone else that they mm. get so uppity is because it is kind of special when you have these almost like they feel really close relationships with artists mm -hmm. if you know maybe they don't have like the most well-known fan base in a way mm -hmm. like I remember I was like if people heard this tape like if this this if this had a million people listening to it my fuckers would be like you know Yo, like shit you know like I've I've always um I think I've always enjoyed it, just like ch like chatting with people, befriending people. Like yeah. people respond to my stories, and I think more times than not, I'm just like, "Thanks, what's up?" Yeah, I'm always like that, and like, yeah. um, I think it stems from like being into YouTubers like Zay Frank, who would just like randomly befriend like active fans, you yeah. know, like super active fans, like, and then all of a sudden Zay Frank is doing a weird collaboration with all of his fans where they're making an album. That's so like inspiring, that, too. They did that years ago. Um, Serengeti is doing a similar thing right now on Instagram Live. Serengeti, did they just drop a project with Kenny Siegel? Is that the same yeah, 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 Ajay. But um, he's got like a, a little f group of friends on Instagram Live, and they're doing like an album together. Yeah. Like, I love stuff like that. That's so... Well, I love the inclusive... Oh, I forgot that I had incense burner. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fire. The smoke. Yeah. Oh, man. The smoke twirling from the incense. And I thought we'd have to fucking jump out the fire escape. But there is something so, in my opinion, something so beautiful about the uh, interconnected community feeling that the internet can have. Because, you know, people like, don't read the comments section. Like, everything's accessible. I get it. Like, you know, any kind of top-down culture can be pretty shit when it comes to humans. I hate to say that. But from the ground up, when you look at just people who are really like, hey, I'm just trying to say, hey, meet new people. No worries. Like, but I think what's so cool is like in that section, in that comment section too. Like, like a small bit of them are people that like are just are vibing, just down to like exactly. chat, befriend. Like, yeah, I love chatting with people, especially they, if like um, they're an artist too. And there's like, you know, I love the handshake emoji. I love sending artists the handshake emoji on Instagram. <laughs> it's like my favorite hobby. It's That's like me and you agreed. We're, we're, we're fucking out here. I we out here. Like we're, 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 we're both out on here on this web, just like getting it in, like <laughs> making art and shit. I love it. Shout out the connectedness of the internet, yo. And, uh, I definitely, uh, felt, you know, that kind of same connection to, uh, 
that that tape when it dropped just seeing you know your response online to people with it and i even copped the cassette and you signed it at the tape i think of it which was just even oh, a cool moment yeah. yeah so i fucking love born on the stairs i had to shout that out for Thank a you. quick minute yeah oh yeah i wanted to share a tidbit about brittle fingers with you yeah talk about um, yeah anything so at the soul folks so i had written that album and it was finished and then at the soul folks beat invitational i performed uh bottle and in that song i'm like uh uh da, 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 like i'm gonna get a beat from kenny yeah like and it was just me spitting bars like i'm gonna get there like yeah. i'm gonna get you know what i'm aspiring to get yeah. and then kenny was there and then at the beat invitational he was like oh let's make that a reality shout out kenny Siegel. right and then he gave me and then he and then he let me uh he gifted me brittle fingers and i wrote to that and put that on the record it was wow. beautiful bottles and then i had stuff. to change the verse to and then i got my beat from kenny like i oh <laughs> uh, what, what was it like when you got to re redo that verse in that bar was it, it, was, pretty... it was it felt awesome it felt great <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever yeah yeah i feel super blessed I feel super blessed to you know work with and know the people i do yeah uh, yeah so you got a lot of ill motherfuckers that close reach yo <laughs> and they could say the same about you too shout out oh. to the ruby out forever forever That's and my ever crew. and ever yeah shout out uh kenstrumentals 4 to go cop that oh Ken my goodness oh so good kenny siegel hands down is one of my i think i ain't i don't hear that motherfucker put out bad beats no it's just gas on gas no on way. gas always stupid heat for years now mm-hmm he's done a lot of soul like uh full lengths too with people like i think to the hemlock Ernest. Mm -hmm. or Ernst right Ernst, Ernst I believe, yeah. yeah I always think Ernst but it's, there's, no, there's, no, there's only one Hemlock Ernst it's not a Hemlock Ernst too. you gotta go get uh, back at the house if you haven't and then I think of hiding places with woods mm -hmm. then I think of obviously so the flies don't come mm -hmm. would you ever do a Kenny Siegel full length oh I would uh, if I if I was you know if the universe is right yeah if, the, you know, if, the, if that's where if that's where the bottle spin takes us but, yeah um Oh. oh yeah, just wanna, just wanna, yeah, put the energy on. The oh, universe. I would love that. I would love that a lot. I, lo I love that, yo. You know, you know, there's all types of ways for uh, this crew to Voltron. Yeah, you Vol never, you never know. Organic. You never Voltron. know what. You never know what form it will take. I like that. Yeah. I think yeah. of the Power Rangers too. The fake Voltron the Power Rangers used to do. You ever see that? Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like Voltron, but it's literally just like Voltron. It's like. What's that meme where it's like... But it's the Power Rangers. We, Mom, I want to get Voltron. We have Voltron at home. and it's Voltron at home is, is the Power is Rangers. Power Rangers, yeah. That's ill. That's tough. I love that. Shout out Kenny Siegel. Shout out Born on the Stairs. Because that led us into another tremendous project from Pink Nabel. You've been dropping motherfucking project after project year after year over here. Because we got Andre's Gift and Omer Tower. Yeah. Uh, 2019 Pink Nabel album. That's my first fully main album. Oh, yeah, because Ron Abel, mm -hmm. no shit. Oh, oh no, yeah, Ron Abel live, but it was already written. Yeah. I mean, I wrote it all. And then Born on the Stairs, you would just move kind of yeah, it was halfway right through. Yeah, transition, yeah. Dope. Oh, you got 34 minutes. How, how are you doing on time? Oh, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, cool, cool, chilling. cool. Um, you got a, a new kitten to go home and take care of, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, shout out to Cosmo. Shout out I call to him Cosmo kid. Man. Cos I'm the Cosmo Co man. That's what I said. I'm like, what's up, Cosmo man? I'm always <laughs> like that to him. It's funny. That's so funny. Uh, I got fun. two kittens for my parents this year because oh, I get sad. I think about I lost um <clears throat> I lost these two cats that I we got when we were like mm. six years old. They died within like we had to put them down within like three months of each other this summer wow. in the height of like COVID, all this shit like going oh, through like man. that was awful, bro. Like talk about like, I mean I don't know. 
I don't really want to talk about it, but um, it it sucked. Like it was traumatic. I had to put right. down two OGs that are like been in my family forever. And they're brothers so. too. They were brother cats. <laughs> so see one dad and then see one be like, yo, where's my bro at? But then after we put one down, I'm like, we just got to get kittens. Like we got to get two kittens from my parents because they're like kind of getting a little bit older. Not like super old, but you know they're getting older. I'm getting older. Everyone's getting older. All my grandparents pretty much be tipping, uh, and they're off the planet now. Mm. So it's like. I want some motherfucking youth in this mm. family. So then my sister and I finessed two cats or two kittens. They're like three months old. They're like, how did it go? How was the process for you? Tremendous. Dumb. That's awesome. I mean, I, I feel everything and I'm been more anxious, I think because of the pandemic. So it's definitely kind of like nerve wracking a little bit at first. Cause it's a transitional thing, you know, where right. it's like shit, like two old cats gone and they were brothers and they were bringing in two new cats who were sisters. Mm-hmm. It was just like very interesting. Cause it's kind of surreal. I look at, third person perspective kind of sometimes i just kind of feel like the ebb and flow of what's going on in my life right. and i'm like this is a very weird period like right. this pandemic's happening these two cats are like i'm still dealing with the trauma of them dying but i'm so fucking elated that i got these two mm. like little cats so after we acclimated them to the old cat it was awesome like That's they were awesome. they took care of them and like would like walk around the house with them and like always like sleep with them and then after we put them down now they just run amok in the house and like they're like the queens of the of mm-hmm. the domain so shout out kittens they're pretty awesome shout out kittens they're pretty <laughs> awesome yeah my kitten is four and a half or five almost five months we got him at five months yeah it's kind of older but no you still got good kitten energy still got crazy kitten energy <laughs> i had kittens when i was a kid so it's kind of like some nostalgia shit yeah same because i, I had something those two i kittens. never i never thought i would do again so same. i was like cool this is actually very fun and i you forget kind of too how much like work it kind of is because they're like little Yo, baby it's cats. A little bit, it's a little bit of work, you know, and like I think it's more just like emotion, like not even emotional work, but like but like um, acclimation work. Yeah. Right, like attacking the feet at night. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's a new life form. That's a in new life form. Your... You just gotta be like you. You've been alive for a week. Like you just gotta like really <laughs> focus in on like and you don't and you can't even you don't even have opposable thumbs. Like you <laughs> straight up. But like, they, but they can jump so high. Oh I'm just oh my god. I I have so much anxiety about pets getting hurt. Yeah. You know? So every day I think about the day that he jumps on the stove. Yeah. Every single day I'm like, one day he's gonna jump up on that stove and just fucking fuck his hand. Oh no. One day it's gonna happen. I don't wanna think about it. And I hate it. I, I I hate I hate that this day will come. No. I don't I don't think it will come. Hopefully you're not you're not gonna be leaving the oven on just like running away, right? That's you're, true, that's true, that's true. You'll be near or near the stove, I should say. That's true, that's true. Tremendous. Well, Shout out, shout out animals. Animals shout are very animals. healing. Shout out pets. That's for sure. That's nature looking back at itself. Uh, Andre's gift in Omar Tower, or Omer Tower, excuse me. It's a project full of internet energy. Another impressive notch on the creative belt that Pink Navel is draping around himself. Just talk on Andre's gift in Omar Tower. I always keep doing that. I think of the wire too much. Andre's mm-hmm. gift in Omer Tower. Talk on that project, if you may, for just a couple minutes or just quick tidbits. Yeah, um, I would love to. How did you grow on that one, you think? Um, early, Super early on. I've had that painting for... I've had that painting since 2016. The painting that's on the cover, correct? Yeah. yeah. I've had that painting since, like, 2016. And, like... Where'd you get it? At a thrift store in Plymouth County, uh, the, the, uh, the Hanover Savers. That's where I got Shout this painting. Savers? Is that yeah. only in Mass? I don't see that up here. I've seen Savers in other places, but... Not not in Maine. Not least. in Maine. Yeah. No, Maine just got Goodwill. Goodwill and the Salvi Salvation Army. Oh yeah, yeah. But Salvation Army. Savers. I remember Savers. A bunch of places in Mass. Savers kind of be taxing, which is like kind of crazy. But really. Yeah, they're kind of more like oh, but we're also like a store. 
cap. Right. I don't like it. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> I got it because I thought it looked like a meme image. You know, I thought it, it looked like Peppy. I thought it or Peppy the Frog or whatever. <laughs> I thought it looked like a rage face or just something somebody would post a lot. Yeah. And I would, and I was just like, I'm gonna keep this my secret. This is my meme. For years, I was like, this is my meme. Yeah. And I called him Chungo Dragon. And like me and my friend Kalen <laughs> would just like write little jokes about Chungo Dragon to yeah. each other. And um, uh, then I started thinking about doing the record another record i wanted to do one about the internet i knew i wanted to incorporate the painting somehow because it was I, I always felt like it held internet energy which is just like another joke i would say yeah to my friends well, that's true though. internet energy is real right i this is what i discovered when i just delved into the year of making this record yeah. <laughs> i was like actually it's real <laughs> um but yeah and um i wanted to do a love letter to like oddities like you know, I'm super into like little fun facts. I'm super into just like little tidbits of information that nobody would ever tell you. Nobody would ever have a reason to tell you or like explain to you. You would need to in some way like want to get into that zone. shit. You might find like in like one of those like Guinness or like Ripley, believe it or not. Right. Books. Today I learned on Reddit like weird stuff. Like, TIL. Yeah, yeah. TIL on Reddit, like mm. stuff like that. Like, and um, also just this burgeoning uh, desire to like to like put on record where i'm where 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 i'm from yeah and a lot of the time i feel like i'm from the internet like like even coming up getting into rap music i was not into boston rap Mm. like what were you into i didn't really know rappers from boston growing up per se i'm doing air quotes and like um really i was into youtube i was into grind time i was into um king of the dot the the battle channels and that's how i got into like dumbfounded and like the youtube the rap youtube sphere Mm. there was like a whole little scene of like this group called the palmer squares there oh yeah i know the palmer squares yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're like they're in like this youtube there were they or they maybe used to be really a youtube kind of world and um dumbfounded and uh all the knocksteady the whole the whole knocksteady world is what really put me on to this shit yeah seeing open mic on knocksteady uh, seeing shout out open mic eagle uh, yeah a bunch of different people on knock steady and you know like intuition and then moving on to kind of neat you know like yeah. that shit um and that was just so online to me i was like i'll watch anybody from anywhere like that's so cool like and i never felt like it was a i i felt like i was more tapped into that scene than i was in any other physical scene and i and i just wanted to like embody that with andre's gift and just embody like where i was in my brain coming up as a rapper which was online and just like in just like compiling all this random data that like you know is something that like you know rappers i think tend to do like they want referent or they desire they enjoy this like referential data this it's basically just more words and more contexts to use yeah so it's like more entendres and more you know all that kind of stuff it's like the play of words so like yeah um, yeah, that's, I wanted to that's wild. get all that in there. And I, I was listening to this podcast called uh, The History of Fun. Ooh. And they did an episode about the history of Legos. And they talked about Omer Tower. And then I just like got really emotionally attached to Omer Tower. What is Omer Tower? The world's largest <coughs> Lego tower. And it was built in Tel Aviv to honor 
like a young community member who had passed away from cancer and he was just like known as being like the lego kid oh sure like omer's the lego kid he likes legos oh the kid's name was Omer. yes omer said a tribute in a half yeah and so they built the world's largest lego tower called omer tower and they didn't even invite guinness they were like nah it's not for guinness they beat the record and they're like nah this is for us they're like this is for omer and for us like guinness doesn't we don't need guinness here it's uh let me see i can do this fobu for omer by us right exactly so and and i just felt this super like i I felt i got really into that whole thing you killed the rollout of the thing why i like being a fan of your stuff too is it's just very natural i can tell that you're not being like you know i'm gonna make people like my sound by talking about internet energy You're, you're like I fucking like the internet. Let's let's get it. Let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. And then I just remember like the seeing pictures of that poster, and then just um, the rolling of it. I remember I was just so pumped when that came out because I was such a fan of Born on the Stairs that when that came out, I was like, oh. And then I'm just hearing Cookie. I was like, Phew. that's when you layer your vocals where it's like Daybreak again. I mean, yeah. So that's when I incorporated the the Ellie stuff which was what I've been doing live for so long yeah can you talk on that to the people that don't know what that is oh yeah I like when I perform live I yell a lot like a emo singer and Mm. like I wasn't putting that on record up until Andre's gift and then I ended up just like doubling the vocals doing like one clean take and then just yelling like an emo singer under that and uh I think it sounds awesome Mm. I did it again for giraffe track it's like kind of like well that's one thing i love about your music um i call it almost like the layering and like the the smooth wailing if that makes sense where it's mm. like you have these definite just i don't know there's just such a electron cloud like flow to it like i'll mm-hmm. hear the bar resonates and then maybe the last words you said or the last couple words you said or something that may even just sonically will relate echoes in the background for a little bit and then the production might kick in a little bit or just something gets accentuated i'm like ain't nobody making music like pink navel making mm. music so i did want to just shout out the layering real quick because thank you very much that's something my ears definitely know i try and like listen to like, how many how many tracks are on this fucking song like like you know in the actual like uh-huh. program i'm like this is wild like it's probably good amount like uh-huh. you probably have like what ad-libs and you might have like another couple for like some some honestly i try and keep it simple i try simple? and keep it one track for the ad libs, mm. one track for the main vocal, yep. and I just do it all. Like in, the verses, do it all in one take. I don't try to, I don't cut shit up. Yeah, I no, just, I just redo it in. if I mess up. Yeah, yeah, that probably makes you remember it better when you do it live too. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, and I love to. I'll write a song and perform it live for like three months mm. before it's even out. Before I even record it. Oh really? Yeah, that's wicked cool. <laughs> yeah, before it's even on wax, it's just yeah for the public. Well, that's what fucking music has been forever, pretty much, right? And that's how <laughs> I work it out, you know. I mean, now I can't do that. I'm not. No one's playing shows. R.I.P. That's how I used to do. It. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you did, you did a good job on that live stream. Thank you so yeah, much. That was a fun one. Um, in 2019, wait, is this? Am, did my research lie to me? Did you drop Andre or not? You specifically dropping the other one, but you were part of. 37 gems it dropped like they were like snake within seven days they were neighbors andre's gift and omer tower came out seven days of each other Uh, yeah and 37 gems 37 gems is so so good thank you that i mean i'm the thc has hit me so now i could be precise i could be articulate i could be having a pocket of interview Mm -hmm. glory if i may say but 
if I think about a song I like when I'm high, <laughs> my brain is already there. And I was oh, just thinking of, yeah. uh, li- you say listener, listener. I wonder is that, is that to the to the band listener? <laughs> yes, yeah. dude. So, yes, I'm a listener or listener. N- when n- I thought of that, I was like, I'm a genius. No one oh, gets well. that shit. Yeah, because <laughs> listener's a band, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People who don't know, obviously, listeners. listener, listener, Ackerman listener, uh, which is Scott Ackerman of uh, the Comedy Bang Bang podcast. Oh, because yeah, that was so that was listener. on TV, right? Yeah, was that G4? yeah. It was a TV show on uh, not G four. I have see i see yep, yep, yeah yep. but yeah listener listener aquaman listener fan of the written word and improvisationers i thought that bar was no that's stupid Ugh. and the beat oh, i don't know something, <laughs> something, that popped in my head so i i, I did I, that beat oh <laughs> the I bulging envelope right? yeah bulging yeah, envelope i did that beat that's because that's more of a posse cut most pe- most peeps are on that i think right mm-hmm. did y'all do a video for that too mm-hmm that's the one where you're in the streets of Bido. Yeah. Right, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm rushing the game. <laughs> it's the THC. Because um, Andre's Gift and Omer Tower and 37 Gems, like, legit, like we said, came out within seven days of each other, which is right. like, wild. 37 Gems is the debut album of the Ruby Yacht Artist uh, Coalition, the beautiful Interstellar. Mm, uh, absolutely. Uh, what's, the, the, what's the what's the what's the, the collective crew? Yeah, the really useful crew. We're just here, mm. uh, really doing it. Mm. All of us. I, the Phantom for Troop. Real, I've been real. rewatching Hunter Hunter. Mm. The Phantom Troop. Mm. We're out here. You got Eldon too. Oh, love it. On this side of the ocean. Yep, yep, yep. And that. So then we can talk about now. I'm, I see. I'm like, this is what happens. I forget. I do my research and have everything right in front of me, but I'm like. I'm a little high and I would love to talk about music now. I'm like, no, <laughs> stay on track. Uh, because, as I said, y'all snapped all over this. What was it like recording 37 Gems? Do you have any, you know, fun memories looking back to that? Oh, uh, that that time was amazing. Yeah. I felt like we were, I felt like it was a movie. Because it was really like all of us in the shop, like, we're going to make this awesome album. Like, we're going to make this great record. Did it, did it, like, just Shout through the out. scheming. And who, who's the team for people who don't know? Oh. Uh, me. Um, uh, Rap Ferreira. Sal. SB The More. Uh, that was, like, who the core, the core people who were there. And then from the UK, though. Oh, wait. Oh, man. Fuck me. Eldon was, Eldon mm. was staying at the time. Eldon wasn't. So Eldon was actually here, too. So, like, it was the five of us. We were here and, like scheming on stuff and like making that record and just like um throwing all these throwing all these beats in the folder like kicking it and lucid was even up i think a little bit during this time too because he came up to me in a couple times right to play that show in july at santiki studios Studios, which you opened for which i opened for on a a tour wow yeah so yeah that was going on like everybody was, was everybody was year. here Isn't that weird crazy everybody was here and like shit was just like really really inspiring it was like it was like we had all collaborated and stuff and like wrapped together in the past like played shows together for but, sure for sure but to do this it was like a real like I've, I had never, I've never made a rap album like that before. Yeah, I mean, it think was back, like a real collaborative piece. You think know? back to that Boston show where you were as a fan of Milo at the time, but going to see, you know, Roy and me rap Ferreira, and then you make that 37 Gens album. Like, you know, right. if you told yourself at that concert, I can't, what do you think you'd be, what would you say at that point, man? Oh, like, at that point? This is so... When I first, because I was like really into his music in high school and mm. 
right before my junior year. The mm-hmm. day before my junior year of high school was his show on tour. So shit, like last day, sophomore summer. Last day of sophomore summer. Yeah, shit. That's it's pretty pivotal. It's like right smack dab middle of high school. Yes, it was. And like, uh, yeah, that show blew me away. That show absolutely blew me away. Uh, to this day, I think about like just how cool that sound was and how different it was to me. And mm. like, it was so, um, it was such a validating vibe. It what was album like, oh, was he touring for? Um, Day and Night. Really? Yeah. Damn. That's wild. That's pretty early. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, shit. And then crazy times. I'm just my mind's now so blown away too. Just thinking about the progression of all his discography. We're talking about Rap Ferrer right now, one of the illest in the game. And uh, someone was at the helm of the Ruby Yacht. Um, we were talking about Thirty Seven Gems. Now y'all got to go support wholeheartedly. An amazing record. An amazing record. I'm so proud to be involved with it. I'm so proud to be in the crew and. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very proud of the work we did on yeah, that album. Fil- Extremely the, proud. That vid for Bulging Envelope in the Streets. <laughs> that was so fun to make. That, yo, that dinky barbershop on the corners where my like grandfather used to take me growing up to get my first haircut. Wow. Very cool. So, so That's see- a true connection to see it, to see it in that new context. I'm seeing some of the flyest shit. All y'all verses dumb on that, in my opinion. And now that I love that you made the beat, and again it's just different, and it's out mm-hmm. here in these bit. Of, it was it's in the Bitterfoot streets. What was that like midnight, one a.m. when you guys? Yeah, were doing it? There ain't nobody out there. Ain't no cars in the street. No, no, we we had to move like maybe two times for yeah. cars. And even so, like, I'll give you I'll give you all some props because it's pretty. It's you know it's not the most like worst area in the world, but there's more judgmental motherfuckers. And a lot of like weird, That's for sure. weird motherfuckers, you know, driving around pickup trucks at night, like looking for the looking for troubles and shit. So yeah, and we're just chilling. In you're the just in the, the street, and like you're not wearing like just you know plain clothes. Y'all, y'all drip the Dripped fuck out. out, right? And I can just imagine some yogel dr- driving, being like, "What's going on here?" I guess that's where, that's where my anxiety goes sometimes because I think mm-hmm. about all the shitty people I've seen growing Dude, up. Dude, I oh man, talk about anxiety. Yeah. I voted today, and there's this. Oh man, this weird, scary guy behind us, and he was yeah. stomping up this. Like me and my partner were walking up the stairs, and this dude was like stomping up the stairs behind yeah. us. And then we were all voting, and I was I was at the booth, and yeah. I had anxiety about being at the booth, so I didn't look up. I wasn't looking anywhere. Yeah. I was just like focused yeah. down, looking at the paper. And the dude finishes voting, and then he goes to leave a certain direction, and the people working there were like, "Hey, can you mm. go the other way?" And he was like. Oh, sorry. I don't look at the ground when I walk. And I literally have not stopped thinking about <laughs> what he means by that. And I, <laughs> but he was just this like weirdo, yokel, yeah. weird, mean person. And I was and he was like, I'm out of here. Like he just was yeah. like mad about being told to do something. I think that's there's definitely a lot of sus motherfuckers who are just got like misguided energy and you got to watch out for what they're doing. And then there's a lot of people I think just maybe are anxious themselves or just like so like ignorant that they just like are like unwanted stimuli don't know how to process like i'm gonna do what i want and like project like anger or something because right like, there's a lot of people like that like, like a lot I've, of the it's been really on my mind like does did he mean that he doesn't like how at the grocery store you have to walk a certain way yeah like, like is, is that what's bothering him or is it like I'm confident, so I'm not like yeah. closed down I keep my head up. when I walk. I keep my head up. Yeah. I'm like really, really, it's been bogging my mind. Statement. Interesting statement. 
I don't look at the ground when I walk. I'm like, shit, bro. Like, I mean, bro, I do. <laughs> I mean, I look at the ground and I look up a little bit, look at my surroundings. I'm, I'm looking at everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking around. I'm not like, do you look at one place when you walk? Yeah. Straight I mean, ahead? Case in point, there's a lot of strange motherfuckers. Here, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just had to bring that up. No, I, I get it. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, a, there's so much weird shit going on in like, kind of like suburban working class, like smaller city in America all, all across the country. And I've seen a lot mm -hmm. of it weird firsthand. And respect to y'all for being dripped out in the streets, not giving a fuck about that, and Thank just you. put out some dope art for the culture. Because that was an amazing video, too. Thank you. Yeah, we had a great time making it. Yeah. Very fun. Well, we've been going for a good 55 minutes, so I want to make sure that I... Uh, oh, rock and roll. ...give you a couple uh, more important bullet points before we yeah. get you out of Let's here. Let's dive in. Because now, it's time for uh, something I'm very excited to talk about, and that's Giraffe Track. This beautiful new album from acclaimed Ruby Yacht ambassador new england hip-hop artist pink navel 207 yeah. resident right now right right as rain you describe it i'm pointing at pink navel right oh, now. oh giraffe track no hey. no sorry i mean I d <laughs> oh wait i didn't mean to be like you okay, okay i got it you have described it as a love letter to my upbringing right going back to one. say thank you mm -hmm. not to take the words out of your mouth but that's fucking beautiful i think this album to me is like lush it's layered it's a almost like concisely abstract hmm. love fueled effort of like sounds you know we've never heard pink navel do before and some inspirations of stuff you're building on and uh the features are on point i just think you really did it with this one uh, thank Dev. you so yeah you got to support giraffe track and thank uh so just talk now sorry now talk on giraffe track to the oh, people what's it yeah. like having this one out uh it's awesome it's really really personal i wanted to just like go full on like i think like i think like ron avil is just as personal but i i play, I play a little more coy it's a little more vague mm. i wanted to be like like no window mm. just open the window for giraffe come track. on in and like really just tell the story of like how I got to where I am or like, and why I wanted to go down this path. Yeah. And, um, and just the different facets of my upbringing that, uh, facilitated that or pushed me uh, away from one thing and towards this path for mm. whatever reason. Mm. Um, and I, re yeah, I really just wanted it to be like, something that i can listen to later on in life something that and i uh and think on and like reflect on which is a big part of why i wanted my mom on it yeah in the way that she is with the well, conversation yeah. i love that uh interpolation of those conversations because i've always enjoyed how you include i think about a lot of the internet energy kind of sound bites on display on right, um right. your previous lp and then yeah. even the ones before that um I think you would just comment. Sometimes it sounds like conversations of you and like your friends. Oh well, yeah, uh, Ron Avel, I um, f tricked my friends. I, I I I told them I was making a podcast, and I was like, I was like, I want you all to be on this podcast with me. Oh. And I recorded like three episodes, and I was like, actually, I don't want to do it anymore. And I just used the episodes <laughs> for Ron Avel. That's cool. And basically, I've just been super into that, like recording different kinds of dialogue. And then with Andre's gift, I sourced friends from the internet to 
record stuff and i and i use oh, their tapes that's, and that's very on point i wrote this big dialogue i wrote this big paragraph and i was like if you can just read these things and record them and send them to me i'll, g- I'll give you five dollars and a bunch of people a bunch of different people oh did that's it. fucking smart that's how i got those samples and i was like what is the final conclusion of that like what is the to me what is the final conclusion of this weird way to incorporate dialogue samples and for me it was just a straight up convo with my mom I, I, like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I mm-hmm. think anytime you can put fam- family in it, and it's just something that you can know is something that's personal. It's mm-hmm. not just like someone trying to have like a soundbite for an album. It's like this is mm-hmm. something the person wanted to say about their story. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. It's very, mm-hmm. very powerful to me. Thank you, you. You used it very well on this, uh, on this album. That's it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I wanted it. Um, uh just imagining even going like you said like what would you tell yourself back at that show the first time i met rory yeah yep this is like that this album like is that to me like going back to before i ever wrote anything i would I, w- I wish now i could just use a time machine and go back to that point in my life and just be like hey don't it's all good like don't worry just do your thing yeah. Cause look at how cool I am, <laughs> you know. I know, like, no, whatever. I know. I know exactly. I don't know what if that's mean. like bad to say or weird to say, but I just like I had this desire to. I wish I could go. I wish I could go back. And just yeah, like, you just want to maybe heal yourself a little bit more and be like, hey, yo, you're going through a lot right now. Yeah, shit's crazy. You know, like you're gonna get what you want. Yeah, exactly. In and a way, just you like know, it's gonna change. I'm gonna get. I'm. I'm gonna. The work is gonna pay off. Or like that's or, a good way to look. The work at is it. going to be fulfilling. And, um, keep going you know yeah a big part of why i do music or am a musician at all is in honor or just like traditions following the tradition of my dad mm. who died when i was 15 damn and um he never got to hear anything i made he i wasn't making mm. music bef- until he was gone so like i think about oh i wish i could go back to when he was still alive and be like look at this beat i made look at the pe- like look at this shit like yeah and so like i really wanted to like really hone in on that idea for time travel and like that's beautiful yeah yeah man uh yeah which is like what paradiddle is about and like um you, you did an acoustic version of that too correct <laughs> yeah the emo acoustic yeah, version that ends the project <laughs> yeah i love that song that's it's really awesome. awesome yeah but um and then also i used to do this thing when i was a kid where if i was really impatient like the bus the the bus ride back to my grandma's house was super long uh, from from school. So I'd think of a giraffe at the beginning of the bus ride. And then I would forget about a giraffe. Like I would make my mind forget about it. And then at Whoa. the end at the end of the bus ride, I would try to remember the giraffe again. And and what that does is it links it links the time I was thinking about the giraffe and deletes what's in between. So uh, like I think I know what you so mean. So it's like I was I was at the school and now instantly I'm here because I'm back at the giraffe thought. Yeah. And the and the time in between was it's almost like gone. You you trick your brain like almost be like anticipation of something and then you give it that and it almost like mm-hmm. gives you that sensation of, yeah. of 
I don't know, fast forward almost in a way. Yeah, yeah, and like that's the giraffe track. And I was thinking about like, what if I could go back on the giraffe track? You know, like what if I could reverse... track meaning road almost track right? meaning road You're train like, track. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I was like, like yeah, what if I track. could go backwards on the track? And then I was and then I was thinking about like the butterfly effect and how that movie is, yeah, Ashton... how that how that movie's time travel is function and how it's like a personal activity. It's not like a machine. Yeah, you know. So I was really interested in that and just like. Yeah, I wanted to write these songs about that stuff. Shit. Yeah. It's very creative and Yeah. Multidimensional. Thank you. Hmm. It, and I wanted to do that Hercules cover. Really bad. Oh I'm, I wanted I'm, to I'm, do I'm that big, cover yeah. for so long. Now it's out there, yo. Oh, I love it. And Artie shout out to Artie Duguid. Chris, he did an amazing job. Oh my god, that beat is fantastic. Artie Duguid's awesome. Artie Duguid. He owes me Ew. something. I guess the amount of gumballs in a jar or some shit. Oh, you won that? Yeah. Congratulations. Won, thank you. <laughs> I still haven't received it, but we That's been, okay. we, no, we've been talking and I'm like It'll happen. I don't care. <laughs> it'll happen. You whenever you decide to bestow something on me, it'll be the perfect time. I right. don't there's no rush. Right. Um shout out Artie Duguid. Very talented producer and mm-hmm. artist, yo. And <clears throat> what does he play? He plays a brass instrument? Trombone. Trombone. And the Kraken beats. Nope. I think also trumpet. I think yeah, I, I think, think he plays trumpet. Multi instrumentalist. Yeah. A lot of brass. Really just be cracking. Should we get into some rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's go. Um, real quick too, I want to shout out your toy crafting skills because I know that's something you're passionate about. Oh my god, I'm I, back on the grind. You have no idea. You gifted me with Young Gorilla. Even the past couple, the past week, I've just been in the in the blender learning mode i'm 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 installing so much data into my brain about how long did it take you to make that gorilla you brought over oh wow a long time yeah yeah it's tremendous that's not that's only a prototype i'm trying to get that to be to have posable limbs Mm. it's it's causing me a lot of grief right now yeah this technology is causing me quite a quite a bit of grief but i will get there i promise (laughs) take your time it'll happen right exactly you ever heard of like fashion figure ink or like reggie no no, what's that? Reggie No is this, I think he's from Chicago. He's this kind of like one of those behind the scenes figures in hip hop that's really mm-hmm. influential in the different mediums. Like he um, helped orchestrate a bunch of, um, I think, important um, like art design campaigns for certain 90s, uh, like, like the Sprite, Nas, AZ stuff. And wow. then he did the 50 Cent Vitamin Water shit. But that's like kind of like, even though not what I consider the most important. He's a really gifted draw, like artist in. He also like kind of helped put on like early Kanye, okay. And now he does I think some shit with like more um, like I guess quote underground rappers mm-hmm. called the Killer Tape Network, and he's just kind of a fashion icon too. He's just all over the place. Reason to bring him up is um, there was a really great article about him that dropped recently, and he has some really amazing action figures. I'm gonna have to peep. Yeah, peep that's awesome. Fashion figure Inc. I think it's okay. more 101 specialty action figures okay i see what you're saying very very you know stylish too with like the actual like fashion and clothes are wearing but i wanted to shout out oh that. wow i think i may have seen these pieces wicked cool whoa yeah it's like the figures but they're wearing like, tiny clothes they got dripped out they're the right they're, yeah right so shout out already you know and uh look for more pink navel figures and toys yeah the dot the dev uh the dot dev toy co dot dev um, oh that's sick the, the dot dev toy co will reopen soon i've got some things in the pipeline um uh various i have a collaboration figure uh coming and then i also am working on the gorilla figure um but i may do one in between that i've been just sketching out skirt yeah yeah all kinds of stuff i want to do a simpler one before i get back to the gorilla really 
because the gorilla again is causing me quite causing a bit you, of grief. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a damn opposable the arms. Toy, the technology there, I need to do a bit more research for. In due time. In due time. The arms exactly. would be opposable. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet. It's been a lot of fun here. I think we should kind of wind down and hit some rapid fire questions yeah. and close it out with some yeah, uh, with final it. questions here. Yeah. Go. Favorite Dunkin' Donuts cream cheese? Favorite Dunkin' Donuts cream cheese? Normal, because the other ones are bad. <laughs> I love this answer. All right. Favorite season? Favorite season? The summer. Even it, though it's too hot. Still the best. It's always yeah. always shit popping off. Right. And especially when you're in a small beach town. Especially when you're in a small beach are, town. The winters are, oh my God, I don't even want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could have a hip-hop and anime crossover, which artist would you pick and which show would it be? Uh, it would be, oh wait, like a, uh, like an existing show and an existing... Yeah, any show that's been like, made is in the anime universe and then... Um, any artist that's ever made music in the hip hop world. <laughs> that's a crazy question. Like Ghostface Killer in Afro Samurai, you know, something, oh, okay, something like that. Okay, I see. So I would do I would do Buster Rhymes in JoJo as Buster Rhymes. He's not playing a character. Oh, he's he's just Buster Rhymes. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, Buster Rhymes is dropping an album tonight. Oh, I know. I have to go home and listen to it because yeah. it's an it's like a the 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 sequel of an older record. Ele. Yeah, let's go. That I'm is... ready. And I and I peeped the track list, and there's a fucking cue in the abstract track on there. Oh, I yeah. didn't notice that because I saw Kendrick on there and like Rock Him and he was Pete Rock there. and stuff. He was on there, so that's wild. I'm gonna go home and bump that. Give me some more is on the first Yelly, right? Is that that album? Oh, that, give what? me some more is on. Or is that when Danger Strikes? Yeah, it's when it's on when Disaster Strikes. When Disaster Strikes. When sure. Disaster Strikes. I love Buster Rhymes. Buster yeah. Rhymes in my top three. What's your other two? Uh, Milo and MF Doom. I got Doom in my top five. That's my top too. three. That's really good. Yeah. I got. I don't really even know. Mine circulates a lot, but I know I do have probably most. You know, Yasin Bay, um, MF Doom in there. Those two. I, I it, it circulates other times, so though. I don't really know what else to pick. It's, I it's, love Buster Rhymes. It's hard so for me. Much. Buster Rhymes is so influential. But yeah, it, it would be it would be Buster Rhymes in JoJo or Buster Rhymes in Hunter Hunter. But his Nen, he's like his Nen power is somehow rapping. Okay, I yeah. mean, I mean, Buster Rhymes really can mold flow into anything, so I could see him having it as a power. Right. What would Buster Rhymes sound like with a Pink Nabel production? It just kind of blew my mind. Oh, you can check out that on Best Morning. I actually did a Buster Rhymes flip. You on flipped? Best Morning. Yeah. I gotta go check I, it out. Uh, the end of the B side. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Hardest time you ever laughed? Hardest time I ever laughed? Ever? Yes. Um, I'll talk about the first time I ever really thought a joke was funny on TV. The first time I ever thought a joke was really funny on TV was when I was watching um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and there's an episode about Half Christmas, and they like do this whole presentation to all the other kids in town about how it's Half Christmas, and it's like this huge, long thing, and they're talking all about it. And then... The group's response, the other kid's response, the only thing that any of them say is Kevin just goes, uh, it's July. <laughs> and for some reason, that got me like no other joke had at the time. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. That's tremendous. Cackling. <laughs> Even though it's it. just a simple straight man response. Sometimes you just need a, uh, some, some simple human man. It's mm-hmm. you. What's a movie that has resonated with you recently? Recent- if you've watched any. Oh, uh. One of my favorite movies of all time is Clerks. I recently rewatched it in the shop with Ro. And again, 
amazing film. Mm. Uh, I love that movie so much. I think it's so, so much, so weird and um, really gets to the, it's really like focused on its theme. Mm. And even though its theme is kind of like small, but like the story, the story I think is so weird and out there but also like grounded to this one location that it kind mm. of like balances itself out very much so yeah and um yeah it's just a nostalgia thing for me my dad showed me clerks when i was like way too young to see it <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's just a little yeah I like i'm that. into that movie clerks i always love when you can rewatch movies too when they hit you at different points in your life oh yeah now i listen now i watch clerks and i'm like that guy's 23 because <laughs> he says it and i'm yeah. like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. Because when you're six or 10 or even 15. I thought it was you, like a thousand. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know, like. It's different. What about an album that did the same effect? Oh. Anything kind of resonate with an you? An album that did the same effect. Yeah, that's, that's like stuck with you recently. Oh, an album that stuck with me recently. Yeah. Um. It could even be one you replayed, you know, I guess. Right, right, right. Um. I'm going to say, because I, I did just listen to Survival Hungry yesterday, so I'm going to say When Disaster Strikes. Mm, shout out Buster Ryan. Yeah. Uh, that album is sick. But also The Coming, because of... I, I listened to that song, um, Still Shining, a lot. Mm. Da, 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 da. Hit you with my ultraviolence. Da, 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 and then because <laughs> they yeah. riot. Yeah. I'm, I love that song. <laughs> uh, yeah, Buster Rhymes music. Because I was listening to it because I saw your post and I was like, what? New Buster Rhymes album? Yeah, yeah. And then I went to his Spotify, but it wasn't there yet. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I was listening to other Buster Rhymes stuff. He's he's still fucking awesome. Amazing. I still love Buster Rhymes. Um, where's my questions? Any producer you would still want to rap over? Um, I want to, I don't know, Bowen. Mm, no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not tapped in. Bowen is this, like, uh, musician, composer, and game composer. He did the soundtrack for this game, Sweet. Lovely Planet. Mm. I want to I wanna make an album with Bowen. That'd, that'd be, be cool. awesome. Video game Callum Bowen, yeah. That'd, that'd be dope as fuck. What about? Or uh, Bill Wirtz. I want to make an album with Bill Wirtz. I don't know that artist either. Uh, gotta he, check them he, out. He, he has a viral video out called, like, The History of the Entire World. Oh, sweet. And it's just, he makes really oddball, like, weird kind of, like, neo-jazz type Fuck music. with it, yeah. But uh, but all of his concepts are, like, I'm best friends with my old front door, like, weird shit. And he's just yeah. cool. I like his cool. Music. Yeah. You ever fuck with the Mountain Goats? Oh, no, but I know I should. Yeah. The, I know that I would like the Mountain yeah, Goats. Yeah, I, I don't know, that that line just reminded me of John Donya a little bit. We're getting really into Paul Simon. I'm still, I mean. Paul Simon's got some great music. I've been music. into Paul Simon for like a year now, but. Yeah. yeah. Some of the best pop music ever, I think, has come from. He's a, he's a rapper. He's got the pockets. On Graceland, he'd be rapping. I'm going to Graceland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that whole record, he'd be spitting bars. He'd be he has this. He has this one part where, where he's like. Fat Charlie the Archangel sloped into the room. He says, I have no opinion about this. I'm like, dog, that's boss. That's a bar. I have no opinion about that. <laughs> yeah, he does kind of have a pocket on a lot. He's great. He's great. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Uh, flip it, though. Is there anyone you want to produce for, specifically? Oh. um, I don't know. Anybody on Ruby out? Fuck yeah. Kayla Share. I want to listen to beat to Kayla. I've never heard any of her music. I can't check it out. Ill, really, really awesome videos, and there's stuff to come as well. Hell yeah! Shout out Kayla. 
tremendous. Stay on watch. Rubia, what's the biggest difference between Maine and Mass? Um, in Massachusetts, everybody pretends like it's a faster placed place. People in Maine are they've come to terms with the speed of this location. That's but in really... Massachusetts, they like want it to be a faster place. That's so but funny, it's not. bro. I lived there for four years, and that's like I'm like I'm like everyone's rushing all the time. But it's not a rushed place. Like everyone's rushing, but you still have to drive like thirty minutes to get anywhere. Yeah, it's not like New York where you can go pop 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 pop. It's not like that. So yeah. There's no, and the public transportation is limited, even though they're shout out. I mean, I definitely wish we had that up here. Right. Uh, but still, it's not like the most popping thing. Right. That's, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite fry? I, I typed in favorite friend appetizer. That looks weird. What's your favorite fried appetizer? My favorite fried appetizer? I had a conversation with my partner yesterday about how we don't like mozzarella sticks. Don't you like mozzarella? No, I don't like mozzarella sticks. It's too much cheese, and there's not really any bread. I feel like it's that that's a crazy ratio to be messing with. That's a lot of cheese to right to breadcrumb. Um, I'm gonna say normal French fries with, with just nothing on them. Tremendous, yeah. French fries are tremendous. <laughs> yeah, I've always seen French fries as like it should bolster the flavor of your main course mm. should not have its own flavor. So mm. I'm not really into truffle fries. I'm not very into like mm. bacon cheese fries. Yeah. I like fries that are just like, there's nothing on them. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little salt. That's maybe, like, yeah. maybe a little salt. But, but no, I don't want salt on the main course. I don't want salt on the fries. I like the, can't, can't get that sodium. You get that right. Rapid raised fries, they don't salt them. And I'm like, y'all are ill. Rapid raised fries are so good. Yeah, they're oh. great. But their onion rings are low key better than their fries. I love their onion rings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they give you more. It's tough, though. I think those fries, are, there's something about the shoestring. Shit, you know, you, I could definitely go drive the Rapid Rays right now. <laughs> I'm about to drive all the way can, down can to you Rapid Rays. That'd be so wild. You nutty. I would not do it. Uh, I live in walking distance from that place now. Yeah. It's crazy. Why? Well, I mean, I did before, but yeah. I'm even closer. Tremendous. I'm jelly. Mm -hmm. um, actually, no, because I probably eat it way too much. Yo. This is <laughs> not much on that block open late night. No, it's Rapid Rays. It's rapid rays hours. Post 10 o'clock, you're only getting the ray. That's what I'm saying. What's a rap album cover you love? What's a rap album cover I love? Indeed. Um, My first pick would be the 37 Gems rap album cover. That album covers. Um, so, yeah. who did that? Al. Al painted that one? Yeah. The one of all y'all faces? Yep. What? Awesome, right? Beautiful work. That should be a mural. I'm saying and um shout out how but also i really i've i've always loved um i'm not super keen on like photos of the person on the cover i've never mm. said i've never been super into that but i love the coming because the coming they make it look like it's a comic kind of yeah right i also love um the newer cover of danger doom there was like a re-release of Danger Doom, and they changed the cover. Oh, I think I and only that's a really awesome let me look down. I only remember the the earlier one. There's a, yeah, there's like a blue one, but then they did like a crazy, like almost like a Rorschach test kind of one, mm. and I think is really awesome. I gotta check that out real quick. Well, the coming looks more like a almost like a painting too, kind of you know. It does. It does. Yeah. Look like a painting, you know, it's a photo. But Danger yeah. Doom. Let me look this up. Danger Doom's such a good album. Oh yeah. Uh, alt cover. Let's look this up. Album art's one of my favorite parts. Oh my god, yes, yeah, it's, it's super cool. 
That one. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, that's, this is really, really dope. Go look up the Danger Doom alternative cover if you haven't yet. That one's great. It, it was for, like, Record Store Day in, like, 2014 or 13 or something. That makes sense. Danger Doom is so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think of the pillars of hip-hop that started this shit. I think of Graffiti. Graf- album covers are, you know, a lot like that essence, you know? It's, like, mm. visual art inspired from the culture. Mm-hmm. When it's done in a very, almost like the 37 Gems way, you know? Right. It's very ground up. Right. Like, this is us by us. Mm-hmm. Love that shit. Shout out Street Art Heavy too. What's your favorite episode of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? Oh wow, you've really you've you've peeping that I've been on Ned like crazy well, lately. I saw the it's not hard. The cookie cookies on um cookie is on the tape. Uh, Cookie's glasses are on the tape. Isn't is that one of your profile pictures? Oh, Cookie is my Instagram profile yeah, picture. Right yeah, now. I and love that. I'm dude. a I'm a huge Ned's. I used to watch that like religiously growing up. So oh really? Yeah oh yeah. Okay, so I think. I'm always I'm super into crossovers. The billion I'm mean, the billion Mandy crossover. The fairly the fairly odd parents crossover. Uh, when Cosmo Wanda come and help out Ned on something. Yeah. That one's really good. Also, my favorite episode of Ned's to classified of all time is the one where Ned wants to be a rock star and learn the guitar, but, but he the ever, doesn't want Everclear guy. And Everclear's in the and the singer is this teacher. So but he like doesn't want to do his scales and yeah. he's like, So you wanna, wanna be a rock star. star that they do that song yeah. and they're following him. That's that's my favorite episode. Of that's Nets. that's from Everclear, right? The song rock <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an Everclear yeah. song. Wow. Yeah, that that's definitely my favorite I'm one. I'm getting like half anxious, half warm sixth grade Sunday night nostalgia thinking about mm-hmm. that. Like yeah, really, really good episode beautiful man i used to watch it all the time i think my favorite is probably the uh atomic flush oh wow the atomic flush is great because they 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 play it like oceans 11 yeah and they Almost. and they do it like they and they, they do succeed. it which is great uh that show is so dope there's yeah. a young one to watch mm-hmm. uh, that was like perfect i was in the perfect market for that show i was like mm-hmm. i think 11 12 maybe when i was watching that mm-hmm. so it was tremendous um Let's end the rapid fire cool. on one question. What's a goal you still have as an artiste? A goal I still have as an artiste is... Uh, I kind of want to, like, slightly... I want to make more stuff. I want to, like, kind of vamp it up a bit, mm. the activity. I think longer-term goals... That's, like, a shorter-term goal, is to mm. kind of vamp it up a little more. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got one other project I'm kind of f- f- working on, bulging upon for this year. So oh hell yeah! And then, at the same time, I want to um, I I I want to reach a farther level of legitimacy with my toy stuff. Yeah. Right. And just level up in the design aspect of it. I, mm. I, I would love to. I would love to hone those skills in the next year mm. and really make something that uh, is is like is on the next level of presentation yeah i like that tangible achievable goals yeah yeah that's what i want to do i want to really level up the toy shit yeah beautiful let's kind of wind down these bullet point questions i've been asking everyone to conclude the podcast as of late obviously 2020 has been somewhat of a shit show in a lot of ways but on a positive note how have you been staying sane in 2020? What are some things that's been grounding you throughout all the mad shit that's been happening? Um, I don't know, dog. Ugh. That's tough. That's tough. I don't even know. I mean, just like, 
uh, basking in the opportunities that I have, like really valuing like what work I'm able to do. Gratitude. Right. The gratitude of it. And just, um, also just keeping my nose to the, to the, to the paper, you know, writing writing a lot. Oh, do you write your bars out? Uh, no, that was a metaphor. I do type them. Sometimes I write them. But you're still, yeah, you're still putting it out. I got what you mean. Right. Right. I do. Sometimes I write them when I'm sketching. Hell yeah. For the toy stuff. And just, uh, yeah, just working, keeping the projects, my mind, I, I'm trying to plan a lot. Mm. I want to keep everything kind of, I want to set it, I want to set a lot of things up. Yeah, flowing. So, yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. I like grounding yourself in a way. Yeah, yeah. And just, and just uh, kind of trying to keep in mind that like, there's ways to keep busy. Definitely. It's not, it's not like I got fired. I cannot be fired from being a rapper. So it's like, I just got to keep busy. There's just no gigs right now. Facts. Mm-hmm. I like that. Staying busy, yo. That's all I mean. Mm-hmm. I kind of resonate with that in a way. It's like, it doesn't change the fact that shit's hitting the fan. It feels like that, at least. I don't even know what's really going on at the time. But it just makes you feel better about what you can control. I think that's yeah. like the most important thing. Exactly. Or one of them. Anything you really want to plug or promote or just, you know, tease or just share draft track out now y'all you better go yeah draft track is out now please listen to the album draft track by me pink navel it uh has a bunch of songs on it that are very good and long and they have choruses Mm. and um and that was new and (laughs) also i do a hercules cover and i had to um clear that really no not really but i had to like do some other weird settings in my dsp when that happened Make it like Fun a pa- like a parody or something. It's a cover. Yeah, it's I, a do, I do mark it as a cover. Yeah. What else do I want to say about draft track? Um. Hmm. What else? Oh, I wanted to do a Paul Simon cover on it, but I cut it. What what song? Uh, <laughs> Diamonds in the Soles of Her Shoes. I don't know if I've heard that. Oh one. my god, it's so good. But I I I'm I'm eventually gonna put that cover out. But I do have it. It's just requ- it's it's done. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought yeah. we'd be talking about <laughs> motherfucking. I really Paul like Simon. Paul Simon. Paul I Simon recorded hits. a whole last cover of his song. Um, what else do I want to say about Draft Track? Uh, there's ta- the the tapes will be back online eventually. Um, shout out to Sam Feifel who wrote an awesome five thousand word lore book about my whole story. You can get that as well with the tape when i put those back out damn that's a fucking um 5000 word lore book yeah welcome to the epic zone welcome to the giraffe track and go- just be on the lookout for what i'm doing i think i'm going to do a thousand cool things that are all different this year so it's pretty ambitious you know. i like that yeah i want to do a talk show i want to do a um a toy figurine i want to do a mixtape album and i want to do a uh, maybe one more thing, a rock and roll album. Ooh, I I I have a concept for a guitar album that I think is pretty funny. It's exciting, rock and roll, yo. Yeah, rock and roll. Where can peeps reach you if they need to uh, inquire about anything? Uh, if you need to inquire about anything for Pink Navel, you can go to um, Twitter.com/slash/PinkNavelOnline, and that's where I am. AFK. I wish I made my website by now. I told myself I was going to make a website. Pink Navel, yeah. You know what? Epic 
epicclub.com i'm gonna make the website this week so it's not up yet but epicclub.com will be a thing by the time this episode comes out you have to you have to do it now i know i just i just really set the rocket off if you're like you can't edit this out i'm gonna text you in two days yo could you actually edit out that fucking i'm popping it live i'm popping it live we're putting it out wednesday we're cutting, we're cutting. <laughs> i'm gonna be like yo can you edit out that part where i said the domain name i don't own yet yeah <laughs> how are you gonna you know what we'll do no epic club dot dev i'm gonna push myself even further epic, i'm gonna get a dot dev domain name. i like that can you just do that no google made them so google made them like two years ago and a bunch of people told me about it but i never got one or is it probably dot developer it's yeah it's for developers but, but you can just get one you're lucky your name's dev <laughs> right right i am devin means poet in latin and Rubyot's the poet gang, and Rubyot is the poet gang in which I am from. Shout out the Rubyot poet gang. Shout out Rubyot poet gang. <sighs> Rubyot forever got the sweater on right now. Rubyot forever sweater on right now. I was gonna try and start a bar, but my brain is just so. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. Shout out New England hip hop. I got one more question for you, friend. If you're ready. Yeah, I'm. I'm hitting it. Show Where will way. Pink Navel be one year from now? One year from now, Pink Navel will be. Um, probably, uh, super booked and busy and, uh, wearing, uh, like really cool shoes that I got from money from selling plastic toys. That is just utterly stupendous. Damn, my neighbors be yelling. You hear that? Yeah. I thought it was somebody in another room in your house. No, that's my neighbors, yo. I wonder how much I haven't picked up on the mic. Hey, whatever. You, you got to roll with these punches in life. And we're going to get, are you going to start doing a, a song? Oh, uh, no. I was trying to like modify the, the way that that person was yelling. Oh, my brain was like, I said, roll with the punches. And then you started doing that riff. And I was like, that's, that could be like an 80s Sammy Hagar song. Roll out you the go, punches. You got to roll out the punches. Or anyway, shout out life. Shout out uh, the toy game. Yeah, shout out life. Shout out the toy game. Shout out Rubyot. Um, shout out giraffe track. Shout out giraffe track. Just uh, look at my stuff if you want. Uh, giraffe track is uh, probably the most personal album I'll ever make. Uh, maybe we'll see. I think that's pretty pretty good though in terms of uh, close to the heart stuff. The next one's just gonna be bars. Just bars. crazy bars for like twelve minutes. Bars with how many S's on the end of bars? Like, like nine. Ba- so bars. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Heard it here first. Bars, the next double album. Yeah, the next one's gonna be like forty-nine tracks. Shit. And all three minutes long. And it's only. I want three verses. <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're and they're yeah, and they're and they're all like the perfect song structure. They're yeah. all sixteen chorus sixteen. <laughs> And then you do a bridge to do the second into right. chorus into the third verse. And they're all like perfectly quantized. Exactly. Yeah. And they're all on Laserdisc compatible files hosted on epicclub.dev. Yeah, epicclub. I'm going to get epicclub.dev. If you type that in and it doesn't work, go to epicclub.com because I can definitely get that one. You sure it's available? Oh. <laughs> okay, if it's not available, go to pinknavel.com. Good. No, if it's not available, go to pinknavel.org. Oh, yeah, we're looking... Because I already have that one with the square spaces down. Oh, all right. Well, so if all... If, if epicclub.dev or epicclub.com don't work, go to pinknavel.org, which will work by the end of next week. Tremendous. Well, the end of next week will be the end of... Will be 
Friday. In the past, when this podcast is already out. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're in multiple timelines here. Well, it's just right. tremendous. Uh, EpicClub.dev. <laughs> out now. I'm, uh, regardless, I'm going to change the web the accurate website domain i'll put it in the blurb for the podcast that's episode. very funny thank you but regardless uh it's been a 90 minutes of pure fun and uh internet energy and uh raw pink navel track track out now shout out to ruby yacht shout out to ruby yacht shout out to all the homies sending love to everybody in the crew hope to reconnect with y'all soon if you're listening thank you if boop, you boop, are boop, boop, boop. thank you much love and we'll uh see you next time peace, peace. thank you benny And thank you, Pink Navel. Giraffe track out now. Fantastic album from a fantastic artist representing a fantastic crew. Shout out to Ruby Yacht. Go cop Giraffe track directly from Pink Navel's Bandcamp. They're an awesome person. Shout them out for coming through. Shout out to you for listening. And shout out Yachty Ting, Fire on 4, Beach Boys, Hot Roller, and Crow's Nest. Take care of yourself. There's only one of you. And you're a beautiful fucking force of life. So appreciate that. I do. And I appreciate you heavy over here. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Much love.